Hey everybody, this is episode 5 of Here's Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to cream. I'm your host David. I'm Joe Paul. And I'm Allie. Each episode we will pick all topics of things we really enjoy, love, etc. and a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go! Yo, yo, Ali. Hey, Ali. What's something you like? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, something I like this week is something we kind of touched on last episode. Uh, you know, we discussed like, uh, da-da, like listen, making mix CDs and like having a physical CD. So my thing is, I still really like and enjoy buying DVDs and printing out physical copies of photographs, like the physical. Not just renting like things on a uh, Amazon Prime stuff like that. I like to own them, the physical copies of them. I hear that. Do you like? Do you like just like look at them on shelves and stuff? You know, not the pictures, but DVDs. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, this is me. This is what I have. I hear that. Yeah, you remember? I remember when you came to visit my apartment in Tahlequah, and I was showing you all my DVDs. Like, look at this guy. Look what kind of person he is. He has like wizards and then cold mountain what's what's up with this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we went through like every dvd yeah 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 like, i just really like those like uh five dollar bargain bins at walmart dude i i will stop there every time <laughs> nice every, so i enjoy it maybe i'm sentimental that way though i don't know i hear that i think it's a good thing you print the pictures out that's one thing everybody needs to do more i need to do more for sure of course i'm really yeah. bad at pictures so yeah for me the problem with pictures is that you know, like a couple times I printed them out and then I said, cool. And then they went into the box, they went and I just never looked at them again. And I guess that's the whole point. You don't have to look at them every day, but I just, it's been a decade. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what mood I need to be in to look at those pictures, like where I need to remember all my high school friends. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're already tagging me in weird shit on Facebook. So why do I need to look at a picture of them wearing bad clothes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I actually like to do is like when I go back home and visit mom, I like to like go through all the old pictures and I'll do it every single time, even though I've definitely seen them a million times, but it's still fun to be like, Oh yeah. I remember when I wore a flame shirt. I was like, <laughs> that's when I like got that Muse CD <laughs> and then I start laughing really hard and stuff like that. I just like going back to the good memories, I guess. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fun when you do it with somebody else. Like if I'm doing it by myself, it means that I've drank too much or I've <laughs> thought too much. You know? Oh really? Well, it's just like it's. Uh, I don't know if that means that I'm just a maudlin, but uh, yeah, it's just it's never a good time if I'm looking at photos by myself. But if I'm looking with somebody else, then it's this trip down memory lane. Especially since my memory sucks, so I need the other person to tell me what's happening in the photo. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> it's an interpretive thing. But as far as the DVDs go, uh, I'm shutting you both down. I hate them. You hate the physical DVDs? Yeah. Yeah. For for a while, like back when people still bought DVDs, I was like, I'm just going to buy a copy of every movie uh, that matters a lot to me. You know, like every movie that I love. And I was like, but why would I do that? <laughs> especially especially <laughs> now, I could just own a digital copy and uh, save that shelf space for more books or not mountains of DVDs. You know, I don't know if that means I have too many tchotchkes that I need to show or what, but I don't, I don't like having the DVDs just sitting there. I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of enjoy the DVDs just because I don't know. 
they show that you care about art and culture. I'm just kidding. A lot of it's like Happy Gilmore shit, but yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but you know what I mean? It's just like, I like to go to somebody's house and like, they have like, like this and they have like a shelf full of DVDs. And I'm like, Oh snaps. I'm totally going to stare at these for 45 minutes and like totally, <laughs> totally judge them, but not say anything. I like to look at other people's DVD collection mm -hmm. just to get an insight. I mean, same with the book of CDs we were talking about last episode, just get yeah, an insight yeah. into who they are as a person. But uh, I like I like to appear as an enigma, you know, without a, <laughs> without a DVD collection. How do you truly know who you're with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. That's my family motto. <laughs> What's the last DVD you bought, Allie? Well, my internet just went out, so I bought some like uh, a couple DVDs just to tide me over. Uh, I'm, I don't want to say it. <laughs> now you say have it. To. Say it. <laughs> it was a, a, Wayne, a Wayne's World compilation. <laughs> oh, with Wayne's so World just two. two of them? Yeah, I guess there's two Wayne's Worlds. I didn't know this. I So it's Wayne's World 1 and Wayne's World 2, which I didn't know existed. Wayne's World 2 is terrible. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. Wayne's World 1 is worth having on DVD, though. I like that movie. I agree. That's, that's not embarrassing at all. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, was I, was, I don't know what I was expecting, but something worse than that. <laughs> I was expecting, like, Land Before Time 7 or something. <laughs> no, I, I'm not uh, into the, the Land Before Time, man. I don't remember the last DVD I bought. It was a long time ago. Mine was a really little... Okay. Okay. Um, I will have every copy of every Star Wars movie ever made. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. in case my internet goes out and I still need to watch them because I have to for some reason. Uh, I, I, need, <laughs> I need physical copies of Star Wars movies. Other than that, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, I bought uh, Comes a Horseman for Mom. That's the last one I bought. Because she only had, a, had it on VHS. I was like, oh, I'll get her a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stop listening or listening to court comes a horseman on eight track mom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it starts to get all warbly and it's like Ooh, all the music comes, it's like ghosts are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta punch the TV to make it go back into sync. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one thing that kind of stopped when like all this new stuff started coming out, is people stopped hitting things to make them work. Like you don't hit a plasma TV screen. But you do hit the, the tube one sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I still, I still hit things to make them work. Uh, back when I was an assistant manager at the grocery store. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was like, get back to work, Bo! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know what really grinds my gears? What? I would say what? What? No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to leave that in, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> what really, what I don't like this week, guys, is shirts that have, finger quote, clever sayings on them. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think they were really popular in the early 2000s. Yeah, especially, I mean, probably because I was in high school in the early 2000s and uh, everybody had one. I think even I had one too. I can't remember what it said. It was one of those dorky ones about like mental illness. It's like the voices in my head are telling me to eat the chicken or some shit like that. <laughs> but uh, like it, like those and 
don't that like the especially the political ones, even the ones like from Nike that say not doing it is just pain leaving the soul, you know. <laughs> whatever it says <laughs> just do it it's like but i don't know i live in uh missouri right and in missouri we got a lot of people a lot of the kinds of people who wear these kinds of shirts I'm not saying anything bad about them but they're all they're all sillies you know um so you get to like you, every time you go to walmart you see at least one of them and it's just like some redneck dude who has a shirt that says some like I hate two things, hot pockets and libertarians. And you're obviously a libertarian because hot pockets. <laughs> okay, I'll fuck this joke. <laughs> I hate two things, hot pockets and libertarians. And if you're reading this, you must be a hot pocket because libertarians can't read. <laughs> nice. That's it. That's it. Fucking Got nailed it. it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's, That's it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's people who think they're clever wearing shirts that speak for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the whole point. It's like, hey, don't make your shirts talk to people. And and what what the fuck are you trying to prove? Yeah, I, I really don't like saying another Walmart shirt I saw one time uh, was this. This girl was wearing a shirt that said, like, lucky to be from the South, blessed to be an American or something like that. I'm like, oh, oh, it's so bad. And, you know, I had the big, like, American flag with, like, an eagle catching a, a fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty painful. Vince, okay, Vince has some pretty cool, because he, he has one's words. And one's, like, a black bear and a polar bear that are, like, looking at each other. And it says, let's make a panda. See, but that's... That's kind of like a joke. It's not making a statement, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's a problem I have with it is you think that you're so edgy that your shirt, that you can wear this shirt, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I imagine when they put it on in the morning, they're just like, man, I can't wait to go to Walmart with this and see what all them libertarians say, you know? I know. <laughs> Maybe they probably don't give it like any thought at all, to be honest. You probably just like slap it on and keep on going. No, they probably gave it as much thought as when they bought it at the gas station in 2012. And they're like, oh, man, <laughs> that's a funny shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, what will they come up with next? That being said, I, I did used to have one of those shirts. I think we all probably did, to be honest. Yeah, because they were super hot in the 2000s. Yeah. yeah. What did you- I had one that said, uh, I love all my ho-hos, but it was, it was, it was a gift. <laughs> yeah david yours was a gift but you also gave me a gift of a similar shirt that said it's like mr rowdy's beaver stuffing service oh yeah i did yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I totally did the beaver stuffing yeah I, it was a good uh pajama shirt <laughs> absolutely yeah. what did you thought about that what did your shirt say ali i'm pretty sure mine was that stupid one it's like i don't have add squirrels yeah Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just super, super embarrassing. <laughs> they're, all, they're just all very cringeworthy. I try to avoid shirts with anything yeah. on them unless it's something that I know that I really like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I can't even like wear stuff that I like. Like I'm I'm like I'm so attached to like the plain old solid color peas. Like even if they got a pocket, I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm a very plain person. You remember when we were in Africa? And we saw that girl that was wearing a black shirt with like 
pink writing on it that just said bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's all it said i was like what, what kind of shirt is that i, I kind of like that shirt i would wear that shirt <laughs> yeah i was like it probably hit today it's like oh it's all there. just <laughs> simple direct yes <laughs> <laughs> So, they is it? Yeah. What do you like? Uh, something that I like is uh, bathroom time. <laughs> I, lo- I love bathroom time. That's it. You don't have anything. I'm just <laughs> yeah, just super happy when I go in there. But no, no. Like I like to take my my sweet sweet time in the bathroom. I don't even like really even need to go to the restroom if you know what I mean. I just like want to go in there and like hang out. Like I'll, I'll read a lot. And I could go for like a couple hours, even if like a lot of the time people go to the bathroom to like escape the people in the room. But there could be I could be home alone and I'll still go to the bathroom for like two and a half hours, like just to relax. It's like it's like a safe time for me. And I'll just sit on the toilet and just be on my phone or read a book. Or if there is a desk in there, I'd probably just do all my work in there. Yeah, it's for real because it's like super pleasant for me. Yeah, actually, um, I'm very guilty of spending way too much time. And with bathroom time um yeah and it's yeah it's just like this fortress of solitude where you can do whatever you want and nobody will bother you because they don't want to hear what you're doing exactly yeah you could be like a number of things in there that nobody wants to walk in on <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean too like just so many things you could be doing that nobody wants to see so they don't bother you yeah exactly so well, let me ask you this david have you ever pretended to need to go to the bathroom to get the bathroom time have you ever of oh. course yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, oh, for sure. Like, I need to go to the bathroom, but uh, no, nah, I just want to go in there and chill out for a while, not say anything and be quiet. Yeah, just uh, kind of gain <laughs> your sanity about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so de- definitely. I will say, I, although I love chilling out in the bathroom for hours on end, I, I do not like taking a bath. I hate taking a bath. Like, it feels, like, super muggy. It's really hot. Yeah, I don't know if I'm wet because of the the water or because I'm sweating so bad because the humidity. And it's like I even like brought my laptop. I was like, I'm gonna watch a movie while taking a bath. Everybody wants to do that, and like I just immediately got out because it was so like uncomfortable and I hated it. And so I won't take a bath, but I will just sit in there and do nothing. I, see, I guess I don't share this. Like, you know, I mean, I you know I enjoy using the restroom like the next human being. But uh, I don't know, man. Maybe my bathroom's just not like got the right feng shui or something. But I don't, I don't like to just sit in there. Really, I, yeah. I think I don't think it's like everybody that enjoys their bathroom time. I've definitely heard a lot of people be like, "Dude, why are you taking like an hour and a half to use the restroom?" Yeah, like I, like I, I was like, I'm just going in to do my business and leave. And a lot of people share that, you know, it's like it's business, and like you don't mix business with pleasure. But I'm telling you, I, I mix it with. This is a pleasure all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people, a lot of people wonder why I take so long. And it's just because it's my solitude. It's like it's like the world's not happening around me. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Also, I also don't enjoy baths, so I don't like it. Oh yeah, no baths are weird. Well, it's not a good time, man. I enjoy the idea of a bath, but uh, I don't like the process of it. You know, yeah. like no. I don't if. I don't know if we lived in a time where I could tell somebody to draw a bath for me because I've come, I've come back to my quarters. Then, uh, then I would totally take a bath, but I don't want to, I don't want to plug the sink. 
because I take a bath in a sink. Um, <laughs> and then pour in the bubble bath and the Epsom salt and then like wait 30 minutes for it to fill up, feeling guilty because I'm wasting so much water on my own pleasure. Um, but, yeah. but if it was already there, then I would totally take a bath. I enjoy it. I kind of sit in there like Oscar Wilde or Morrissey, read a book and listen to candles. yeah no see uh i can't remember the last time i tried it was definitely while i was an adult and like i got in there and like i had the movie on i'm like i could just watch this in bed and be way more comfortable yeah there's no point in me sitting here and getting all like nasty and steamy and no i don't know it's just weird didn't i think bill burr made a joke about that where he's like he's like man taking baths is just depressing makes me depressed because every time I look at that bathtub full of water before I get in, I think, I think it's just killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's bad air. <laughs> Ali, tell us a little something about you don't like. Let me, let me tell you about what I don't like, man. I don't like haunted houses. I don't want to pay $20. For someone to make me pee a little bit every time they jump out at me. <laughs> like, I understand that they're fake. I know that. But, like, I just still... Someone jumps out with a chainsaw right in your fucking face. It's it's not... It's just not fun for me. Not only will I disagree with you, but I would pay $50 if they jump out with a chainsaw really, really scarily. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is, man. I love paying for those things. The problem with... Uh, the problem with this is that I can never find anybody to do it with me, right? Because, uh, I don't know, I hang out with a bunch of pansies, I guess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah. I, I love haunted houses. And it's just, like, so intense. And you never, like, the scary movies are great, and sometimes they're scary. But you're never, like, it's never enough. You're not enough into it to actually get scared. But in haunted houses, you can kind of, like, immerse yourself in your own death. And it's kind of fun like that. What I always wanted to do, you know, like, do you, have you ever heard about those, um, like, super, super serious haunted houses? Like McKinney where, Manor or whatever it is? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what that one is, but it sounds familiar. Um, but it's like you pay, like, $200 and sign a waiver, and they just scare their living shit out of you, and they have, like, permission to touch you. And yeah. it's just the most terrifying experience. Well, even, like, um, like Hex House in Tulsa, it's, like, it's nationally, nationally known because it's effing terrifying apparently you know yeah i want to do it real bad well you can go pay the 40 dollars and pee your pants a little bit i will not partake man i'll bring an extra pair of pants just to do it <laughs> I, I love it well one time i i got a story about this man uh one time my friend shannon said she's gonna take us to incredible pizza in tulsa and uh <laughs> we, <laughs> we're gonna oh. ride go-karts and stuff like that and uh tp was with us and what do we end up doing? She drives to the parking lot of Hex House, and I'm like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll do it. I, get, I walk up, and there's someone in line, like, while you're waiting, who's just, like, in a mask and just, like, stares at you. And I was like, nope, I will wait in the car for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> really? You waited in the car for four hours? <laughs> I did, dude. I straight up did. I'm not about it. <laughs> it took him, damn, four what, they spend the whole four hours in the haunted house. Well, so Hex House has like it's a really big. It's usually a really long line just because it's so popular, and there's two, yeah. two different haunted houses. But yeah, I was like, what? I'm already out because they can like they can touch you in there too, and I'm just not. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I got in, I got into a 
a very dark rabbit hole once on the internet where I was trying to find house, uh, haunted houses like that. I didn't know there was one in Tulsa, mm-hmm. but I was like the scariest damn haunted house in America. <laughs> and, um, and then I got to this rabbit hole where there are these haunted houses where they can pretty much literally torture you. Oh dude. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not into that. That is just weird. That's it seems weird. like you're trying to prove something to yourself or you just have this dark desire in you to physically hurt yourself. Mentally. Um, that I'm not into, but I will pay a lot of money to have like 10 scary clowns chase me down a hallway. Yeah. If, if I'm going to go through a haunted house, I'm going to like run through it and not look. So. <laughs> Eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be I- like, if I'm last, I'm like, really close to the person right in front of me. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I've I've been in haunted houses with people like that. And that's almost just as fun. Like I never notice the scares because I'm too busy laughing at the person who's just (laughs) running full speed down the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. I love haunted houses only because of that. Like I enjoy them. It's almost like a movie, a live action movie that you can walk through. Like, Oh man, that was really clever. You know? And like, cause it's hard to scare me these days, but I do, I do like to go to them. But my favorite part is watching someone that is terrified in there and like just watching to see what they do. I was like, oh man, I'm going to jump out that door at her or at him or whoever it is. And then they do and they just like, oh, and they run. <laughs> totally awesome. I love that feeling. The, my my I, my dream job would be designing haunted houses. I feel like I would be really, really good at that. You I know that. like surprisingly good at it? Ooh. Huh? You, you, my mom. My mom is very good at haunted houses. Really? Does your mom have haunted house? designing experience yeah dude uh when we lived overseas like every every year she did the haunted houses for in the mc communities and they were actually pretty damn good that's awesome that's that's really cool mm-hmm. like when you say good were they well done or were they scary as shit they were really well done and some of them were pretty terrifying nice that's really cool i never talked to her about yeah, that yeah super into it that's awesome i'm gonna have to trade notes with her i wanted to start on this path of being a haunted, professional haunted house dude, designer she'll be super into that she loves it Mine's going to be very French art film, though. No clowns, no chainsaws, or anything like that. It's just you uh, contemplating your existential death. Okay. <laughs> what about like scary, scary nurses with like messed up faces? You know, Silent Hill. People. Oh, love there's going to be some of them. Okay, cool. cool. <laughs> like yeah, them. yeah. You got you got to have scary nurses with messed up faces. That's uh that's just the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my one of the favorite parts about going to a haunted house is waiting in line and those in those long lines where Ali says somebody pops out of like the corn like a chainsaw and just like you can see them searching for who's the most scared of me <laughs> and like he's like and he sees them like oh there's my bitch and then like so he goes over there and they're just like ah this whole time and you know they can't run away or they lose their place in line so they just have to stand there and take it that that's that's one of my favorite parts too i just love seeing people get terrified of them it's kind of it sounds really mean of me now that i say it out loud it sounds fun but I, i'm not doing it and like they went to it themselves and you know it's fine guys i just realized that if we founded our own haunted house company Allie would be the bookkeeper because she doesn't want anything to do with the haunted house i would be the designer and david would be the scary ass dude yeah chainsaw like there she is (laughs) (laughs) i feel feel like you would be i feel like you're definitely well suited for that job (laughs) behind the scenes i could do it it's just like knowing like because you can walk through and know exactly when they're going to jump out. And it's still like, I just cannot get over it. It just freaks me out. <laughs> it's supposed to. I know. Some people just like it for some reason. Like, I I, mm-hmm. I, I prefer to get my, my adrenaline fear from 
elsewhere, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like where? I don't know, like ziplining? oh these canopies (laughs) yeah yeah i've never been ziplining so i can't talk shit me neither i'm just i'm just not not about them (laughs) 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 that and like i feel like there's always so many weird textures in haunted houses like that you touch yeah okay like you know they like because they want to try and disorient you so you like walk through like a hallway but all of a sudden there's like weird like they get smaller and smaller there's like something puffy on the side or they always have those, oh, like, yeah. those weird things that are, like, dangling that you have to walk through, but, like, slap you, like a car wash almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> there's just so many textures, and, like, you don't want to touch anything, and your hands are just, like, up it by your face. It's just, it's just <laughs> not fun. The last time I went to a good, like, haunted house in the city was when I was really, really, really young. It must have been, like, 12 years old in El Paso or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um past that it's just been these like kind of small town community affairs like put on by the jc's your local haunted house um so maybe i don't know what i'm talking about there are tons of really <laughs> good really really good ones in oklahoma so like uh northeast oklahoma so nice. i check them out like tulsa i know like um sperry has one i think it's a haunted hayride but it's, apparently it's horrifying a hayride really yeah, like really 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 freaking scary i want to go on that hayride i think i think maybe i could do a hayride because it doesn't require you to like force yourself through to I'll the next. I just sit room. in the middle of the cart. <laughs> yeah, <it's Yes>. like... <laughs> you will little, literally be along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys had to play a creepy crawly monster in a haunted house, which monster would you play? I'd definitely be one with like that can move around, not like hiding in a door. I like to move around, and that I can just like stalk people, and like I'd probably have like a bat that I can hit the wall with because loud noises are really scary. <laughs> like for me, yeah. it's, you know, like, oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Alex? I'd probably be like, I'd probably just be some like creepy. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't have a good even idea. This is how, this is how little I know about hollow houses. I just, I don't even know what I would be. <laughs> uh, I, I guess we got to go to know. <laughs> you go to the <laughs> yeah. You'd be the person cho- being chopped yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I would be the uh, the insane surgeon. I feel like there's always a hospital setting. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and I'll just be the guy with a big ass m- surgical saw, like chopping up bodies and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. You're like, yeah. uh, seemed, I don't know. Did they make me? Yeah. That seems my style. That or like a really creepy florist. You know, <laughs> creepy floor. <laughs> creepy floor. Yeah. It's I'm just like, I'm make I'm making arrangements, but what's that? Oh, it's a tibia. <laughs> tibia, yeah. They're gonna know what. They're like, oh, that's a tibia bone, bro. Keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> hey, John. Uh, John. Yeah. What do you like? What's up? I'm so glad you asked, David. Yes, Thank you. any day, anytime. Really, you're always thinking about me. I, I'll, I, yes. What I like this week is making bread. You guys probably saw this one coming, right? I haven't shut up about it for like two weeks now. <laughs> yeah, making bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like baking bread on two levels. Right. The first level is the actual bread making process, right? Because it's. I, uh, because I started from nothing. I was nothing, and now I'm at the top, right? Like Kanye. That's um, Drake. No, I didn't know. Any, I didn't know anything about bread making, and then I just like 
did the research, did the research and like figured it out, bought the supplies. I even have like a digital scale uh, that's not specifically for measuring weed, which is which blows my mind. Um, like you don't measure weed with your scale? <laughs> what? I don't I don't I haven't measured weed once with my scale. I measure yeah. actual food pro, uh, ingredients. <laughs> OK, nice. <Yeah. laughs> Never heard of that. Um, but OK, I'll, I'll roll with it. <laughs> yeah, it's as, as the French do. Um, yeah, so it's like it's making bread is kind of like being uh, just having like a little mini mad scientist laboratory in your kitchen because I have my sourdough starter and everything and you're supposed to like feed it every day and it collects nature's farts into it. It's all <laughs> bubbly and uh, and it just like gets better with time, you know, so like supposedly unless it starts to mold over this sourdough starter will last forever. Right. And and you take some out every day, put some back in or like flour and water in. take some out the next day, put some back in and you're just constantly feeding it. And the part that you have that you took out, you can make whatever you want with it. Um, uh, I've just been trying to per- perfect the artisan sourdough loaf. And uh, and I just finished uh, my actual edible first ever edible loaf. Right. Oh, really? and, uh, it tasted. Yeah, it tasted, tasted great. Looked great. It wasn't it wasn't super sourdoughy, but you know whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just super fun, and uh, and this is obviously uh, one of my quarantine passion projects. Yeah. Just like me trying to figure, try, me trying to figure out something to do with all the extra time that I have because I got laid off from my job. I feel. Um, like yeah, but I think that it's going to turn into a lifelong thing. I ju- I just think it's super fun, and the reason I got into it was because um, I've been very in- into watching like cooking documentaries not cooking shows because i hate cooking shows but uh i watched this documentary called cooked on netflix and it's a four-part series and each episode is based on one of the four basic elements uh fire water earth and air okay and uh yeah the one about i believe it was air was bread um yeah because earth was all about molding and it was cheese and shit okay but uh yeah I watched that and that's a fantastic documentary. I highly recommend it, recommend it because like after every episode, I was like, oh, fuck, man, I got to start making barbecue. And then I watched another episode. I was like, man, I got to start making bread. <laughs> right you know, it, was like, <laughs> it was very inspiring. But um, I just like it because it's like something that you can make and it's not just for yourself. Like you can share it with other people, like everybody benefits from it. And it's just like something tasty that you can share with your family or your friends and uh it's also something that you can think about instead of your own demise as you do nothing every day. <laughs> right. I hear that, man. Yeah. I, I didn't realize how, I mean, I, I never really thought about it, but I never realized how intricate bread making could be. Like I've never heard of that sourdough process ever. No, I never have either until I watched this episode. Did you know that sourdough was the first ever bread? Yeah, did you know that sourdough was the first ever bread? It's the most natural form of bread. I did not know that. Yeah, the reason that it's sour is because uh, you you just take flour and you take water, you mix it, and then you just let it sit. And it collects bacteria from the air outside of it and, uh, I don't know, does something. It makes nature's farts in your sourdough starter. <laughs> and um, so you know how, like, breads will be made with uh, active yeast and all that? Yeah. With this starter, you don't need active active yeast. This is like this has all the uh, compounds and bacteria and shit that you need to make your bread rise naturally. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, like the science behind it is actually pretty interesting. And I've been super into it. Um, 
basically I like I like making things complicated. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But uh, it's superior bread, man. I don't know if I'll ever go back. I hear that. I mean, if you can make it yourself, why not? And it seems like it takes a long time. It doesn't do it though. Oh, it's, really? It takes five. It takes five minutes every day. Just five minutes. Five minutes every day to to maintain a starter. Okay. Um, if you want to bake a loaf with it, like, because right now I'm uh I'm alternating between trying to do it naturally and uh using sour um instant yeast. Okay. Because I would like I would like bread sometimes, right? I still haven't been able to pull it off with just the sourdough starter. Okay. Um. Yeah, so if you use the um, the active yeast, then you can have a loaf of bread uh, like an hour and a half to two hours after you take some out of your starter. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's I'm like all things considering, it's pretty low maintenance once you've done your homework. Okay. That's that's the high yeah that's the high maintenance part is just figuring all that shit out. I get that. <laughs> I know, uh, Dad or Poupon. He's he's definitely uh, way into making bread. I know he uses the active yeast. He doesn't go like as far as use the the sourdough starter or whatever. But uh, he's he's yeah, definitely he's, way into making bread. Yeah, he likes it too. And I was thinking about that. Um, I realized like I think it was like today or yesterday. Uh, all days mean nothing to me anymore. Um, <laughs> it's like it's it's such a dad thing to do. Like <laughs> once once you start making bread, it's basically like if if a hot lady was to walk in while you're making bread, it's a signal to them. It's like, huh, no thanks. I'm taken. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I'm taken. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. I'm done procreating. I've, I've, I've found my soulmate and now I just have bread and I'm collecting something. I haven't started collecting something, but I hope it's not stamps. You know, I don't think it'll be stamps. You'll, you'll collect something like more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like first editions of books or something like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh it's i don't know like uh even though it's like the super daddish thing to do um it's it's just nice i think it's it's what makes a house a home <laughs> absolutely yeah definitely that's yeah. what i'm missing let's go with that i'm gonna put that on my t-shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> make bread makes a house a home <laughs> it's got like gingerbread family <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> is there anything that you guys uh like to make that makes you feel good inside that like you actually did something and I don't know something similar? I like to make a big a big breakfast and I can do it really fast and like make everything all at once. Like I'm talking like I can make bacon, sausage, an omelet, and like biscuits and gravy all at one time and it'll all be done in like 15 minutes. Dude, doesn't that shit feel good? It like feels when amazing. you have yeah. When you have 10 things going and you're like, don't worry, guys, I got this. Yeah, you're like, ding, 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 ding. yeah. And it all gets done. It looks beautiful on a plate, but then the kitchen is just destroyed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't yeah. go in there. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ali? Do you like to make stuff? No, I'm I'm really not. Like, I make a lot of eggs, but that's about it. I'm not very talented. Wait, what, what kind of eggs? <laughs> I I make all kinds of eggs, man. I'll, take, I'll eat about any kind of egg. Um, okay, but I don't know. I made I made like a beef stroganoff not too long ago, and it was really good. Oh, I tried to do that. I totally messed it up. I forgot an ingredient, and I was very, very, very disappointed in myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jess, uh, my fiance, uh, stole uh, mom's beef stroganoff recipe, and she fucking nailed it. 
Did she really? Damn it, Jess. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> I didn't get that recipe. Because I try, I thought I like knew. I was like, oh, she's made it a million times for me. And I totally <laughs> messed up. And it tasted so bad. And I was so angry. I was just like throwing my noodles in the sink. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't look like, up a oh, recipe or anything? Literally throwing a fit. Yeah, I didn't go off of recipe. And I was, I was acting yeah. like a whiny baby. I'm whining That's sister huge. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can be hard to guess what it takes to make something like that. Yeah, I sort of knew. So how do you guys take your eggs? Uh, over easy every time. I like scrambled. Uh... I, I used to be a scrambled man, and I still I still enjoy the scramble, right? But uh, now I I veer towards over easy. But my favorite egg is poached on with uh, uh, eggs Benedict. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's my favorite egg. Yeah, eggs Benedict is good. It's good. I just I, I need that runny. I need that yellow. Like I'm, I need to have my bacon and my my toast or whatever I have, so like I can bust it open and like just. Like run everything through the yellow yolk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I need that. Just, I'm just like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like a witch in a cauldron every morning, just mixing all your breakfast ingredients together <laughs> and then pouring the whole cauldron in your mouth. Yeah, I sound like one too. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Hey David. What's up? Uh, what, hey David, what do you not like? <laughs> something. Ali <that> I... <laughs> <laughs> has something to ask you. It's what that's all I was going to say. But okay, she already okay. said it, and now it's okay. awkward. I'm I'm sorry I interrupted. Thanks, David, John. go ahead. Thanks, John. Um, yeah, do you remember that I'm here? Because <laughs> yeah, sometimes absolutely. I get real. I'm the, I, I get never, real panicky. <laughs> I never forget, brother. But yes, Ali. Um, something that I dislike is. Tubing. And I'm not talking about water tubing. I'm talking about snow tubing, like just down a hill. I, I went not too long this past winter. I went tubing. And I don't think the last time I went tubing, I was probably like 10 or 11 or something around there. And maybe then I thought it was cool. But I went again and it's super, super lame. Because what you do is you get on a big tube and you slide down a hill and then <laughs> you'll walk back up the hill. And then you slide down the hill again. And then you're really tired from the first walk up the hill. And now you got to do it again and again. And it's just not, it's not exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel I'm, I'm like, yeah, I got lots of speed. And like, <laughs> sometimes you spin around a lot and you get like kind of sick. <laughs> and and that's like the, like the craziest part about it is if you spin too much. But yeah, it's just, it's really lame. Granted, it's not like a terrible time. So if you're with someone that really wants to go to and they have like a blast that like feels good enough for me to do it again. You know what I mean? But me myself, I don't understand the lore and the excitement of tubing. Cause you can literally like just, you know, slide down a hill somewhere else without paying all that money and like waiting in line to go down a hill in a tube. Like who, why'd you like wait in line? That doesn't make sense to me, but yeah, tubing is pretty, pretty lame. Well, um, I can't remember the last time I tubed. How do you feel about sledding? Sledding it, without paying for it and just, like, finding a hill? That's a different story. That's more of an adventure. Because, like, you have to go, like, oh, there's a hill. Let's go Let's go see if we don't die on it. You right. know what I mean? Because it's, it's way more dangerous. Because, obviously, they take out all the rocks. 
and all the obstacles and you have to stay in your lane. You know, they make those big lanes so you can't even go anywhere. So it's not even like the excitement of like, oh man, I hope I don't hit this tree just to the left. Uh, Cause there's no trees. They cleared it all out. So you can just safely tube down like a 15 degree angle. I guess, <laughs> I guess I've mean? never done like organized tubing then. Yeah. yeah. No. Honestly, uh, I didn't realize that's what you were talking about until Ali made you clarify. Are you talking about like an area specifically carved out for tubing? Yeah, yeah. Like you're going to a, a ski resort and like they have, you know, the giant mountain where you snowboard on, which is awesome. I love snowboarding. And then like over to the left, they have like a tubing area where people don't know how to ski or snowboard. And so you go and you buy your lift ticket just like a snowboard. Like or like you're going snowboarding, and then you slide down on a tube for like thirty bucks. That's that sounds really lame. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so lame, dude. But yeah. like like I said, if you're with a loved one, if you're with your kids, or you're with like you're going on a date, and like they they've never been, and like you say, like oh that's crazy, and they're they're having a great time. That makes you feel like it's like oh well, I'm glad I'm really glad they're having a good time. It's like but in way back in your mind, you're like. What? <laughs> this <kind of> sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, when you first brought this up, I was I was gonna make a joke about how your childhood is dead. And then as you st- kept talking, I thought about the last time I went tubing or sledding and I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, actually, he's right. This does sound really, really lame. And I think the like the only reason like, the only reason you should go tubing, unless you're really passionate about it for some reason is because it makes your kids happy, right? It's like something you do with the kids. Like, like I have absolutely no desire to go to a water park, but I would if my kids would, wanted to go, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think it, I think you're right about that. That last part It's like, it's something you do to see the enjoyment of others. Yes, definitely. It's like, Oh, I'm glad they're enjoying it so much. Otherwise this would be a really, really wasted trip. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on my cab for nothing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like you make me walk up a hill when I can be sitting on the porch smoking. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go give me a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with you, especially especially with this revelation that they're actually carving out areas specifically for tubing. Yeah, that takes yeah. Really fun. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like you find, you know, like there's a spot in the city in the park where like everybody goes and slides down. Which no, no. Also some- that that seems yeah. a little more fun for some reason. It's like because there's more adventure to it, you know. Like yeah. there is there is no adventure to like organized tubing, but if you're like on like on top of your you know those plastic containers that have the lids on top of one of those lids where you keep your clothes in, uh, <laughs> and you're like just go down. You're like, oh man, I hope I don't hit one of those trees or like it's like I hope there's not a rock buried in the ground, which there probably is because it's a freaking hill. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a little more exciting, a little more thrilling yeah just straight up they curve it for you no rocks no trees no worries like just and you're like and then like the worst part is at the very end when like it flattens out and you're just like waiting to slow down so you can get up and like walk to the end of the path (laughs) you're like all right i guess i'll waddle out of this freaking tube that's huge and like just Drag it behind you, you know what I mean? Like, like dragging it behind you seems like degrading for some reason. Like, oh. it's like, <laughs> like great. Right, right over. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, there's something about it. It's like I don't know. 
just so really not fun. So David, uh, will you do me a favor and read us all our emails? All your emails? Yeah. Will you read all the emails we got? Oh yeah, yeah sure. Let me just uh, give me one second. Uh huh. Um, we nobody likes us. That's 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 great. Fine. I mean, that's cool. cool. Yeah. No emails. All right. That's that's no. So, anybody who listened to the last episode knows that we were relying on those emails to decide who was going to make in the apocalypse, right? So now all of us have to decide how we die. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us how we die, because you just killed me with the, with that. that yeah, let's start with uh, Team Creamy Peanut Butter. How did you die? Oh, oh, sir. I remember she killed herself. Uh, no, no. Let her tell her. Let oh, her tell sorry. her story. Sorry, Ellie. Most of my people died in a creamy, creamy cream of mushroom situation. Um, <laughs> and then I was like. I couldn't bear that I let my team yeah. down and I yeah. just myself out all because we had no emails. Yeah, well, wow. Crunchy, crunchy peanut butter was all ready to go. I had my shotgun on my back. I got my bulletproof vest because zombies can shoot apparently. And I got my awesome sunglasses and like ready to go. And then nobody responded to the email. So I just sat there and let the zombies eat me because why am i gonna live anyway <laughs> <laughs> well gold squad of crunchy peanut butter team was hiding under the floorboards of a church for days and days it seemed like weeks right and all of a sudden the piano or the organ what you know the church piano started playing right so team two uh, team blue country peanut butter got up from the floorboards to see a zombie dressed in like an old West outfit playing the keyboards coming around the mountain. And then, uh, and then he just ate, ate my freaking face, dude. <laughs> ate my face. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It was hardcore. <laughs> so anyway, if <laughs> thanks, David, I nope. appreciate the memorial. Um, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to uh, let us know that one of our opinions were correct, um, or if you just want to talk about David's hairstyle, um, send us an email at podcasthearusout at gmail.com. You heard it. Podcast, hear us out at gmail.com. What's wrong with my haircut? Also, thanks to David here for creating our beautiful theme music for, I think, the last two episodes, including this one. No problem, yo, because uh, all you need is garage band and lots of time on your hands to make make noises. So every episode we like to end on a positive note so you guys don't think we're a bunch of assholes. Uh, David, what's a, what's a little thing you like this week that you don't want to talk about for 30 minutes? Mm, something I, I can't say a lot about, but that I do indeed like is uh, memory boxes. And like I'm talking about the memory boxes where it's just literally a box that closes and opens that you've stored really small stuff that since you were like 10 years old, that's like that happened in your life. And you're like, oh, that was really cool. Like, for example, I got some weird stuff in there. It's like a bathroom token from Germany because you have to pay to go to the bathroom in Germany. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, here's a coupon for 45 euros. 
0.45 euros off. And I threw that in there because I was like, oh, I never used it. And like, <laughs> it's just cool because I was like, oh, I've been, to, I've been to there. But it's like just really small stuff like that. And you just store it up over time and then it gets way too full and you have to get another memory box eventually. I got a couple of them. Mine's full of stuff like, um, childhood toys like pogs or tiny little pokemon figurines absolutely and the stuff from my older years is always seems to be like plane tickets and notes mm-hmm. um stuff like that but i think it's a good thing to have a memory box you know it, um yeah. if anything just for something to look back on when you're 45 and thinking about buying a muscle car yeah, <laughs> definitely. What, do you have a memory box ellie oh yeah dude definitely does everybody have a memory box or is it just us i feel like everybody does like I think very rarely you'll find someone that doesn't have a memory box of some sort. Yeah, everybody's everybody has to have one, right? Yeah, yeah it's okay. got to be a it's got to be a weird person who's like, it's all fucking trash. It's like that's, the past, a, the past, bitch. It's like those are, uh, <laughs> that guy's a psycho. Yeah, sociopaths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have that's a memory him. box, uh, email us at hear us podcast hear us at, at gmail.com and let us know why. Yeah, like, why don't you have a memory yeah. box? Okay. My small thing this week is kind of as sentimental as David's is. It's a uh, passport stamps, and I kind of feel embarrassed saying this in front of Allie because she oh. probably needs a a three ring binder <laughs> for hers. Like, <laughs> She's like, man, it takes too long to look through that passport. <laughs> what do I do with all these stamps? <laughs> I got firewood for tonight. <laughs> no, but, like, <laughs> the the very few stamps that I have, I I really appreciate it. Um, like, and it's just like, I, I think it's this very nostalgic thing where like, it's just a symbol of you having used your time to travel to another place. And it's just like a stamp of approval. Bam, you made it to Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. To- I totally feel that because I remember feeling very proud of my stamps that I had on my passport. Like, I remember like when they did it, when I like, got on the plane where I'm going, I like looked at it. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> this is like the best thing. <laughs> Look at this stamp, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was really, I'm really proud of my two whole stamps. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you only have two? Did we get one in Heathrow? Usually yeah. when you're just going through, because you got you guys got out in London, yeah. didn't you? Remember, yeah, because we had like yeah. a 12-hour layover and we wanted a cigarette. So we, we like immigrated <laughs> to London yeah. to, to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, I actually have my pa- old passport here. I'll let you know. Uh, I have, yeah, I got a stamp from Heathrow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought we got one. Yeah, Heathrow and somewhere in here is uh, Zambia. Yeah, Zambia. You probably got one in Mexico yeah, then, too, right? Well, um, yeah, when I went to Cancun, never when we lived there. Yeah, yeah, because like they didn't ask. It's weird. They didn't ask for a passport unless you pass like the 50-mile mark into Mexico. It's kind of weird. Oh, I didn't know that was the case. Yeah, because yeah, oh, reason, yeah. reason mom got us. Yeah, there you go. Reason mom got us passports as like little kids is because remember Amparo, she she had like a wedding she wanted to go to, and but we needed passports because we we're going like 50 miles past the border. It's in Chihuahua. Yeah, in Chihuahua. So like, like they won't ask for it until you get to a certain point into Mexico. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know now. That, that was like back before the cartel days. So I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it now. Back when you can hang out there like with your family. Yes. Yeah. How many stamps do you have, Ali? I don't know. Um, like diplomatic passports, they expire every five years. So I've gone through a lot of passports. You don't keep them? 
No, they're somewhere around. Yeah. I don't, I don't have them. I think my mom probably has them, but I don't have them. Um, like, cause my most recent passport, I think it just got, I just started using it like two years ago. So, or maybe three. So I don't have a whole lot in it right now. All together? I don't know, man. I probably have, I don't know. I didn't have a good guess. I've, I have quite a few. I know. I was like, you've, you've been like everywhere. <laughs> uh, not everywhere, like, but like way more places than I have. <laughs> so, so Ali, what's something small that you like? Something small that I like is uh, going to a bookstore and uh, picking out a new book, even though you have seven on your shelf you've yet to read. I know we're not supposed to talk 30 minutes about these, but uh, so I'll keep it short. I also really, really like that. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. I have to agree with you guys. I love going in and be like, oh, I know I have exactly like you said, nine others that I need to read. But like this one looks so interesting and it's so yeah. cool and I want to get it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just something about getting a new book. You're just like you come home and you're like, Ooh. yeah, you're like damn, what I got. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I totally feel that. It's really exciting. <laughs> yeah. I get, into, I get into trouble with it too. I actually know what books I'm going to read. Like uh, right now, I think it's like six books ahead. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> like I know the the next six books I'm going to read. Nice. How many books do you do you think you read a year? Me? Yeah. Uh, right now I'm at like a dozen. Not bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I kept track of it last year, and I think it came out to like twenty or something like that, twenty five. But um, I read some big ones last year. Sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm not necessarily like a fast reader. I just read a lot of right. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I like to like enjoy it. Like I, like when people say like I read a hundred books this year. I'm like, but so how many did you enjoy? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, I think I read out of this group. I read the least out of you two. I don't know, dude. Lately, I've been not. I've not been reading since I've been in Seattle. I've read like zero books, and I've been here on the 26th. I uh, I've officially been here one year exactly. So on the 26th of ne- next month. Of this month, I, I, we just passed it. Oh uh, damn! May May twenty sixth. I've been read, here for one year, and you read zero books. Zero books, man. Dude, uh, I think there's just something about like starting that next segment in your life because when I went to Haver, I think I read two the oh. entire time. Oh, okay, okay. So I, I was just like two yeah. into other other stuff. I don't know what it was. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Well, I played a lot of video games. I'm not gonna lie, but like, and I watched a lot of movies. I mean. <laughs> yeah i mean i i did too it's like it, it it definitely comes in waves i'm just like i find myself with a lot of free time yeah now so. that's my problem it's like i don't know i read all day at work um and like when i do read it's like policy books or jail law books and i'm just like oh uh, yeah then, that, that sounds really boring i, I just need to like yeah. shut my brain off sometimes i just i don't know i have not been able to <laughs> I can read, like, I've started four books, and I've read, like, six pages of each of them. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I totally get that. This was episode five of Hear Us Out. I'm your host, David. I'm Allie. I'm John Paul. Thanks for listening in. See you guys next time. Hear us out, comma, because nobody else will. (laughs) 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 Uh, Damn it.